ready in 5, 4, 3, 2. Uh, Jeans, I paid DMX half a million for this before he died. Wasn't that an amazing intro? Are you serious? Yeah. Guys. <laughs> I feel like I'm being pogged, guys. Just a little. No. <laughs> Revolution Hall in Portland, Oregon. Literally like 100 tickets left on that one. Uh, what is it? Rohnert Park, California. A few there. Park West in Chicago, Illinois. April 29th, April 30th, Turner Hall Ballroom, Milk Jockey Jizz Constant, and then May 13th, Charlestown, West Virginia at the Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. ChristinaPOnline.com for tickets. Thank you so much to everybody that's come out. It's been a maze. I, I limitedly tour. I don't, I don't go out a lot, but when I do, it's a lot of fun. Buy my lipstick, Christina P's Perfect Red. I get it from Italy. It is such an exquisite formula. I've gotten nothing but positive feedback from all the women that have worn it. They just love it. So thank you so much. Get that at my store. All right. Now, with me, you guys know who the fuck this is. You guys know who Corinne fucking Fisher is. Hello. The guys We Fuck podcast. Thank you so much for making a stop here today. Oh. I know you're busy and I appreciate you so much. I'm, I'm less busy than probably people would think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was just remi- remembering like um, that I saw that you put the lipstick out. And when I saw you do that, I was like, this is why this bitch is so rich. It's a genius <laughs> idea. I'm so mad. I once DM'd someone to see if they wanted to do a lipstick collab with me and they just left me on red. Oh. So it is like a much less famous brand than just like me as a person. And they were like, no, thank you. We're good. Uh, Isn't that terrible? (laughs) The rejection. You know, I got rejected to be on the show on Netflix. Do you know the show? Is it cake? Yes, I'm very familiar with that. They said not. They said you're not good enough to decide Pass. whether or not that's cake. Pass. And I got to tell you, my agent's like, don't you want to be on, you know, the next season of whatever? And I'm like, no, I just want to do Is It Cake as a judge. And I understand. they turned me down for cycle two. So, hey, if you're watching this, the Is It Cake casting, I'm still here. I don't hold it against you. I'm, I'm still here. So rejection at every level of this business, no matter where you are. Did they give you a reason? Because I always ask my agent to get me a reason. I'm like, oh. I'm like, tell me I'm a fat whore. Do it. You know, do it, daddy. Like, I want to know why. Because I used to be in representation before I was a comic. So I can handle it. And I uh, I need to know, is it something I can fix? Or is it something that's just like, uh, I have to live with? What? So so you're saying you were an agent before? I was a, I was a talent manager's. Uh, oh. I was like a junior talent manager Um. At oh my Liebman God. Entertainment, shout out. That's where Christina Hutchinson and I met. Stop. Mm-hmm. That, oh, they rep Lindman Mall Miranda. They're doing great. Wow. So fancy so place. What is the number one reason for people not getting a, an acting job? If you're listening, they won't give a real answer, but I'm pretty sure it's because you're fat. Yeah. I, like, I'm like a hundred percent sure. When I gain or lose twenty pounds, I my life changes, and I wish that wasn't so. So true. I. You know what? People are like, yeah, you lose the weight and you won't be happy. Not true. Oh, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I I lose weight and like it's one less thing to hate about myself. You know, when you go through the checklist of shit and weight was always such an easy go-to for me. Mm-hmm. But now that that's like not there, I really am happier. Yeah, I don't. I like it. I actually don't hate anything about myself, which is what makes me um, so unlikable. <laughs> um, but um, me thinks I've done some <laughs> looking into it. 
But it is like I just I feel like I've worked too hard for to have like donuts be the thing holding me back. And that's what makes right. me angry about it. So I'm like, I'll just fucking lose it. Yeah, I get angry at myself, too. And and to your question, no, I don't want to know why some casting director <laughs> doesn't like me. I'm sure you know what it is because I've worked in casting mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten, it's like, I don't know that person. I don't feel anything when I look at them. Maybe they're, you wow, know, that's her. I don't feel anything. Yeah. When I look at yeah. Them. Like sometimes you're like, this is not for you and you don't right. know why it's an it's an intangible thing. Mm-hmm. So who the fuck knows? So you said that. Now, this is funny. You said that you're unlikable. What do you what That's do you what people mean? have told. I find myself who, very likable. I think you're delightful. Thank now, you. Who finds you unlikable? A lot. I mean, a lot of men. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. How do you know this? Are they telling you? Oh, they're telling me. And I'm getting Google AdSense money for it. You know, every time yeah. they write cum bucket, I'm like, well, at least I got a penny for that. You know, um, <laughs> like, so it does like feel kind of OK. Um, so you're saying online people are commenting and there's they're sure. Is there Reddit's? Is oh, that, there's that, I stopped looking at Reddit a long time ago. That's yeah, where I, I never I lost a boyfriend mentally years ago to Reddit with like conspiracy theories. So that's like a very it's like a very sore subject for me. So I cannot go there anymore. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, and I mean, this has been happening since I was a little kid though. Like just people just don't, people either really, really love me and like get obsessed with me. Like I've had a lot of stalkers. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. Like my comedy partner, Christina, she's always very jealous. She's like, you get so many stalkers. And I was like, well, okay. But everyone just kind of generally likes you. I was like, so yes, I have stalkers if that's a cool thing to have. Yeah. But also then like I've had a death threat so severe that the FBI had to get involved. Oh my goodness. The guy said he was going to kill me with a guillotine though. And I was like, I feel like I'll hear that coming into the club. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The bouncer won't let that guy. Yeah. I was like, I love how vintage you're going on this. Like it really speaks to me as a person, but I like, it was just a funny thing. And like the, I showed up to a show and there was, there was like, Oh my God. There was like six squad cars outside. And I was like, uh Oh, who got in a fight? And they were like, Corinne, these are here for you. And I was like, and then I, and then I went to, oh no, what did I do? You know, of course. I was like, cancel culture's really gotten out of hand, you yeah. know? And then they were like, no, like this is because of the death threat. And I was like, oh, am I famous? <laughs> you took it as a compliment. Yeah. I was like, like holy awesome. shit, guys, we fuck blew up, you know? <laughs> so. so, so what do you think it is about your personality that people are either drawn to or not? Well, what I've learned over the years of doing guys, we fought quite seriously is I didn't realize I knew people obviously had low self-confidence or didn't like themselves, but I didn't realize that most people don't have a good relationship with themselves. And that's like the only talent I have. I, I mean, as I think a lot of people would be like, actually none, but um, <laughs> uh, that's the only thing I good at. I, I'm, I truly feel like I'm, I was sent to the planet to just help other people love themselves. That's like, the, wow. that's the most u- unique thing about me by far. That's awesome. And how, so tell me how to, cause I think it is a struggle. Yeah. And that's, and that's hard. Cause people always ask like, how do you do it? And I'm like, I think it's more like I have to lead by example because I always liked myself, so I don't know how to teach someone because it wasn't a process. But I mean, the amount of time people spend thinking about what other people think of them Mm. is that's toxic. You can't spend that much. And also, who cares? Like, I just don't respect that many people. So why would I care what they think of me? You know, there's like five people on the planet who I care what they think of me. And one's like Victoria Beckham. So she doesn't even know I'm a person. (laughs) I like really care though. I've had opportunities where I could meet her. I go, I don't think I'm there yet. You know, I don't think I can do it. Do you consider yourself a sensitive person? Mm, I'm 
I'm pretty abrasive in real life. And, you know, people often say, oh, is that a shield? I don't think it's a shield. Um, Am I sensitive? I think I have a sensitive side. I definitely feel my feelings right away. Like I'm really good at moving through my feelings immediately. Very comfortable, open crying, which also that's just like a New Yorker for 20 years kind of a thing. Wow. We love a cry in the street. Yes, because there's nowhere else to go. <laughs> yeah. You guys have to cry on the subway or yeah. in the street. You'll cry harder if you're in your apartment because it's so small. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> so you love yourself. You love your you love your body too. Have we gotten there? Yeah, I love my body. I mean, I definitely do not subscribe to body positivity in any way. I feel better when I'm lighter. I also have an autoimmune disorder, so a lot mm. of times when I'm heavier, other things are happening in my body. Like I'm slowing down. I have to take like three hour naps in the middle of the day because everything's just shutting down. Jeez. So I don't feel good. I'm also like, you know, you're petite. I'm five foot three and a half. I can't carry that much body weight. It makes, it slows oh, me down. You are, you're tiny. Oh, thanks. God. <laughs> I think my husband was like, well, babe, you're just, you know, you're just bigger boned. I think he told me that what? once. One time when I was like, I just want to be like one of those tiny little Oh my God. He's like, you're just, you're just bigger bone. Like, I would, you're probably like one of the smallest people in Austin. Wow. Yeah. Cut I mean, that. Cut that. That's a, that's a clip. I mean that though, it's because promo. in LA, I mean, the so part just to me and I'm going to watch that over. <laughs> She's going to masturbate to it at night. Probably Please sure do. All this hard work. I haven't eaten in months. So thank you so much, Corinne. You just made me feel better. You look incredible. Thanks, buddy. Um, that's interesting. And you know, it is. It is rev- it's almost revolutionary to hear a woman especially be like I I just like myself. And I uh I don't know. I feel I don't know if I'm uh, wrong, but I get the sense that dudes are pretty great with who they are mm. and it's a little harder for them. To t- that's not entirely true. I think male comedians like themselves a whole lot. You do? <laughs> maybe your husband does, but <laughs> I don't know if None I've met. But maybe I'm reading the the chutzpah to go up and tell it like I'm thinking like my early days when I would observe the male comedians and I'd be like why don't why don't I feel as entitled Mm. to speak in a room as they do it's the entitlement and I think what is that that's you know that's like applying for jobs that you're not even qualified for uh that's that energy that's that energy it's not self-love though what is that then i think it's a it's like a a, more like a coddling by society where you feel where you feel like you should be it is entitlement is the proper word but entitlement to me is not self-love it's a different thing because i'm it's interesting i'm like really easily tricked by faux confidence oh because i, I hate faux confidence i can't um, like i, I can't imagine all, I, can, I can smell it i well, yeah. i see it in comics because i'm so familiar mm. with that energy yeah and it's actually frantic nervous energy that's masquerading as pure confidence mm. i i can oh god sorry but what were you gonna say no that's about just a mistake it. i make I with dating m- oh, male comedians i'm everything. so i'm such a good people reader like uh, Christina will always come to me. It's weird because I want to keep saying Christina, know, but it, like it's Christina it with a K. I know. Um, uh, Christina will always come to me and be like, is this a good person? Like she'll present people to me and I'll be like, yes, no. Like I'll find out within <laughs> two minutes, but then I could very well be dating someone for two years and two years into it, I find out they're a terrible person. I just don't have wow. that skill when I'm blinded by attraction. The dick, yeah. I can't do it. The dick blinders will fuck you over for like, 
I think it takes two years for the dickheads to wear off. And then you're like, oh, this person is emotionally unavailable. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I so turned on by the lack of uh, connection? Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, it took me, like, years to figure out I was with totally unemotionally available men. Really? I mean, I've dated years. absolute monsters. Like, so I've dated some <laughs> of the worst people. Monsters? To walk the planet. Yeah. Seriously? Like, yeah. give me an example. Like, just, I mean, psychos. Just so, so one guy just hated Jews, <laughs> and I'm a Jew. <laughs> Did he know you were Jewish? Yeah. And he was like, "Those goddamn Jews." And you're like, "It's Fisher. My last name's Fisher." Nah. Yeah. Wow. I didn't find that out till later, but then it started coming out, and I was like, "I don't think this guy likes Jews." I mean, I guess I could have figured that out by the anti-Semitic like memes he continually shared. My mom pointed it out. <laughs> Like he would he, send them to you like lols. It's like a Hitler. Worse, he would tweet them in to the public. You know. Oh my god. I know. Oops. Oopsie. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I I dated a guy one time that lived across the street from me oh. in college. Like across the street but he wouldn't call me for days and days and i'd be like um what's going on and then i would go over there and he had rearranged all of his living his furniture oh and no he made collages and i and i was like mm, you're on drugs like you're doing meth for oh days. that always yeah. goes over my head yeah me too i was like he just he's kind of just playing it cool i guess <laughs> yeah i always like think what an interesting guy like, yeah. like everyone's like it's cocaine corinne yeah you're fucking well into your 30s how do you not know this <laughs> me too so on drugs, I didn't even notice. I'm I like, never know when people are on drugs. He's so drugs. aloof and mysterious. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's probably just writing songs. He's probably just busy. Oh my god. God, <laughs> so I'm such a dick. So, so you're in your mid 30s, and this podcast, guys, we fucked. I mean, what do you, what's, the, what do you think is the the explosive allure of the show? Um, I mean, because I'm I love hearing about these psychos that like, it's already like, yeah, tell me more. Sure. I mean, I think, yeah, we just people like hearing the dirty details of other people's oh, lives so much. And it's nice when when you feel like you're fucking up in your own life to hear someone fucking up worse. Definitely. It, there's a comfort in that. And do the guys you date, are they obvious? They're obviously aware of who you are now. Mm -hmm. And is is that did they, do you ever have to sign an NDA or anything with, with anybody? No, I wasn't smart enough to think of that ahead of time. <laughs> I should have. I mean, I've had, I now when I start dating someone, we kind of do sit down and have like a almost like a publicity meeting. Like, what can we talk about in, in yes, public? How far can we, you know, what are we posting? How are we going about this? Because it just it's just so much pressure because everyone knows about it. And then when you're making part of your income from being a relationship expert, people really do hold it against you when you break up with someone wow. because they that they ingest that as like, oh, she failed at another relationship. I'm like, to me, I'm actually getting more successful at relationships because I'm learning how to end things that aren't working faster. That to me is not a failure. That you know, when I've just learned about relationships too. It, the, the, someone I was oh was it was it Weinshank no oh Allie Makovsky she was in here and she was talking about how she and her boyfriend are in couples therapy and she's like and everyone's like that's terrible I'm like no it's not you're figuring out how you relate to another this early like in your 20s you're gonna have an amazing marriage like whoever you right. pick to be your life partner because you're working through this shit mm -hmm. in your youth is Fantastic. I'm just like, how fire must that pussy be that he agreed to do that? <laughs> I mean, that, that's the first thing that went through my head. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I know. I need to speak to her immediately. Oh, dude. <laughs> so you, by the time you pick your, are, do you want to get married? Um, marriage, I'm 
I don't really want to, but I'm not like against it. If it was really important to someone that I loved, I would be willing to do it. <sighs> then you could do the Guys We Married podcast. Yeah. Uh-oh. And it will be guys. So I do feel <laughs> like... I was watching the Pamela Anderson documentary and yeah. I go, oh no, I see a lot of similarities here. <laughs> and not the good ones, like hot, big boobs. It's just like, can't decipher if someone's a good person or not before you put yes. let them insert themselves to you. That poor woman, I'm halfway through it. Okay. But I, she, it looks like... Tommy Lee was very much her father and she was very attracted to this this loving loose cannon of a dude. The, yes, the, the qualities of her father. Uh -huh. Yes. Fighting and fucking. That's what her mommy and daddy yep. did. Fighting and fucking. Yep. And so that's like a primal wiring thing. Mm -hmm. You think that's your that's your your toxic type? Uh, I do love a bad boy, but I think it's for me, it's because I had such a stable childhood that that I need a little excitement. Need stimulation. Yeah. I need excitement and I it's hard for me to decide like what's excitement and when is it danger? So uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when is it danger? Like the stalker. So you, you like the guy. Cause I, I, so stalkers come on really strong, right? In the beginning, they're like, they love bomb. Mm -hmm. Don't they? Like, I love you. You're just the greatest thing. And then when you're like, Oh, wait a minute, you're kind of crazy. Then they're like, fuck you, bitch. Right. That's when that happens. That's, I mean, I have actual stalkers. I don't like, I don't start romances with them, but then oh, like oh, oh. people who, yeah, I think <laughs> that's smart. Yeah. I've never like someone who's yeah. threatened my life. I've never been like, Ooh, Ooh. You're dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I also push people away, and that is a mistake because it makes them more interested. I've learned men, especially. Yeah, I, I've always said to to single girls when they're like, I don't know what to do about this guy. I'm like, ignore him. Mm -hmm. Fucking ignore him. It's yeah, just they can't. Their dicks can't get hard enough. Absolutely. Just like, no thanks. I'm over it. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah. I just come right. Ignoring is the key. And everyone's like, I don't want to play games. I was like, I mean, don't just don't call it a game then call it a strategy and then you're fine. You know, <laughs> it's a strategy. Rebrand. <laughs> no, this is a fucking strategy. It's like, you know, yeah. do you want to, you have to think about relationships as something that you're working on the same as you would your career. And I think people forget about that. Like That's you're not just going to walk so into someone true. and be like, you know, stars in your eyes. So true. And, but, and, and also the secret with show business is the more disdain you show for it, the more it wants you. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, when I worked in management, we we always used to say no is the sexiest word in the business. Yeah. And I learned so many amazing skills that you could, are also uh, applicable to relationships from working in management. Like my boss always taught me, don't answer an email immediately, even if you have literally nothing else to do. Wow. So even if I'm sitting there and that's something I've always taught Christina because Christina, you know, she she's a people pleaser. So she wants to answer right away and I go I'll sit and look at this fucking email for three hours I'm not doing anything I'm watching repeats of impractical jokers you know I have nothing on the agenda and then three hours later you respond and you also when you're negotiating you also you always have to act offended by whatever money they offer you yeah act offended yeah a million Ugh, who do you think yeah. I am yeah you know yeah mm -hmm. but but I I had to learn that lesson so I knew that instinctually with love and yeah. I had to learn that with business. Yeah, I'd be like, whatever, fuck face. And they're like, I think I want to marry him. Like, I yeah. know. I know everyone does. <laughs> uh, but not with business. I was too eager, I think, in the beginning. Yeah. We, I mean, everyone is because we're working so hard. How can you not be? But yeah. you have to act like you don't care. You like, don't I remember care. I dated this. I was my first boyfriend. Had, had this don't care attitude. And oh, he was so wealthy and handsome. And 
one day he came home and he I was already pursuing comedy and he was like, guess who I just randomly had dinner with? And I was like, who? And he was like, Lauren Michaels. And I was like, I, I honestly hope you die. Like, yeah. this is great. Lauren, who just accidentally has a meal with Lauren Michaels. Ugh, fuck right off. Oh, God. So what do you recommend women do for dating advice? Like, how do you get a man to fall in love with you? <laughs> you can, I mean, I think ignoring is key. Um, so, so like, let's say he texts you. I guess mm-hmm. that... that Sorry, let's back that up. Because mm-hmm. I know in today's, I haven't been single since 05. Mm-hmm. So I know in today's world, a DM is like an introductory. Absolutely. Not even that. Watching somebody's stories is too forward, right? Well, I think women read a little too, from what I've heard from male relationship experts, uh, one of my favorites is Jared Freed. Women are reading a little too much into the watching the Instagram story thing because guys are like on the toilet just like going through right. it, you know. We, I, I don't know if I can say, it, but I was we saw Stephen Jenkins going through his Instagram stories one time just like mindlessly, you know, because right. we were like always excited when Stephen Jenkins would like read our look at our Instagram stories from Third Eye Blind, you guys. If I'm like aging myself, <laughs> um, and then I was like, oh, I think he's just like on a tour bus and like they're just going. Like it's yeah. not like he's like, what are Corinne and Christina from Guys we fucked up to? I can't get enough of this. <laughs> Yeah, but it was so, exciting. But there's like tears now. So, so mm-hmm. how do you? So how does a guy even get to know you now? Like, does he does he slide into your DMs as the kids say? I don't mind like to your... slide into the DMs at all, or like just. You know, I mean, I think that's better than liking like 87 photos in a row, which is another approach. That to me feels that seems scary. Psychotic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. Uh, complimenting someone's work is wonderful. I really like that one. That's not one that happens a lot. <laughs> you know? You're really funny. You're yeah. like, um. So 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 let's say he texts you, which is in today's world equivalent to a phone call. Somebody mm-hmm. texting you is I know. like in your face, right? Yeah. Whereas yeah. does an actual phone call ever happen anymore? Very rare, right? In court. When my dad died. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying from like courtship. Oh, men, yeah. No, no, no. Mm-mm. It's texting. Yeah. So how long should a girl wait before she texts the guy back that they're they're in the courtship phase? Mm, it depends what the dynamic is. I, you also can't be predictable, predictable because once you start like the strategic waiting, if you always wait an hour, if you always wait 15 minutes, that becomes predictable as well. Mm. So you just have to continuously surprise someone. So I think sometimes you can answer immediately. Sometimes wait five hours. Sometimes wait 15 minutes. It depends. If you're in the midst of a conversation, though, I would say like don't <laughs> don't like wait 15 minutes between texts. That yeah, just feels like it's ruining lame. the flow. Yeah. Do you send uh, titty pics? Are you, how do you feel about Oh, sending? there's nudes everywhere of me. Yeah. How? And how soon into the courtship do you send your tits or your vag? Do you send your vag? Mm, yeah. I, I feel like that's not, it just, it's not like a photogenic body part no, for the most part. No. So I don't mind. The key to me is just break up the body parts. So I don't Ooh. do full body because that can end up online. No one's, no one's going to like have a, just a picture of your pussy or a picture of like your right tit right. or your left tit. You'd have to piece those together. Right. So that's my key. That's why I kind of just like send them out willy nilly. I don't give a shit. You do one breast at a time or you, I've you... done both, but I mean, I think it's just keeping your face out of it for Keep me. Keep your key. face out of it. Oh my God. Yeah. For fucking sure. Yeah. And then you'd be surprised when people, because people uh, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I feel like for a 37 year old woman, I spend way too much time around adult men who I'm not having sex with. And it's 
really like you look very good you don't look 37 thank you it's really like if i was like i got to 37 and i was like this isn't fucking old <laughs> like it's i'm not. in better shape now than i was when i was 27 yeah it's not it's, it's just weird it's, it's societal yeah and and so do you find that so 37 is an interesting age because you've got the first round of people who want to get married and have children sure. they know from a very young age this is it i'm so i my college sweetheart we're getting married. We're having kids. So that yeah. takes out this chunk of men. The men who do want to get married and have kids generally do it fairly young. I don't mm-hmm. know, at least in my generation. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it looks like now. Now, and then you've got the second round of dudes that exist after the first round, you know, and then yeah. okay, those guys get married by 28 or whatever. And then the divorces come around your age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what is the pool of what's the pool of men look like at 37 years old? I mean, my last relationship was with someone drastically younger, 12 years younger than me. Um, And that was the first time I had tried dating someone younger. And I was like, well, the older hasn't worked. So let me try this. And Uh, I really I really liked the day to day experience of it. You know, his dick worked, which was is it? That's That's nice. No one likes to talk about that. But that's a big problem at this age. Really? 37 even? 35, I think, is when it starts where like the dick isn't just hard whenever wow you know whenever necessary obviously there are some people who it is for but like i think this is the age when you start needing like some assistance um or it becomes like a thing where i have to like rub your back or something things that aren't happening um so annoying yeah and so that was nice and he was just fun he had energy he wasn't curmudgeon-y like we would eat candy and play video games which is like for me yeah. What I wanted to do. I know you don't like to play video games. But. Drives my pussy faster than anything else. <laughs> I'm in like, our, I'm in arcade video games, not like Pac-Man, not. Oh, same. Yeah. That's okay. what I like. Okay. So we would go to arcades. Yes. No, I also don't oh, like okay. sitting in bed playing Ooh, video VR games, thing. arcade games. Yeah. God, um, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> it is. It's so lame. It's really. It's just so like, gay. we get it. You've only I'm had sex a, a couple war. times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fighting the enemy. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah. they're like talking to like six year olds. The microphone. Yeah. It's so weird. Gross. Okay, sorry. So, so, so you like the day to dayness. His schmeckle was hard. I agree. Now, Rob Eiler and I came to the conclusion that wouldn't it be neat to take like a forty something, maybe even a mid fifties low T guy? Sarah Weinshank and I love mm. that. I like a low T fifty something year old guy who's just like a great companion. That's so funny. Maybe into yoga, but take that brain and then put that into like the the hard body 25 year old yeah that, that could work great. i kind of like i need a bit of an abrasive like more traditional like guys guy just because i'm so masculine yes that it takes i need someone to out masculine me and it's Ooh, really yeah. hard that's why i end up dating like republicans from ohio yeah because that's <laughs> i don't know i guess they hate in their heart like makes them like, yeah. more manly so i don't know hot. i don't know what's <laughs> happening but yeah yeah i've dated a lot of a lot of guys from ohio you might need a cowboy yeah oh like that could work for me i'd be very into that so mm-hmm. so what was the, the deal breaker with the young guy at the end of the day well, I mean, that was that one was I feel like one of the relationships where I'm going to blame myself a little bit more. Just it, he was the first person I dated after my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. And I just I thought it was going to be OK. And then uh, a spell of grief that was so intense came over me where I was like in a bed for 60 days straight. And I think an older guy would have understood that more. But it's hard to explain to your at the time, 24 year old boyfriend like that you've had 60 bad days in a row because he just felt so unloved. And it actually reminded me a lot of how what Tommy Lee talks about in the Pamela documentary, because she's a new mom. She's so busy. She's overwhelmed with new motherhood. And he's like, 
I kicked her because Tommy needed love. And I'm like, oh, my God, this I mean, awful, not excusable, crazy. But it really reminded me of like, that's what it was like dating a 24 year old. They didn't he like didn't understand uh, that sometimes real life takes precedence over like your feelings specifically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I also misread being emotional as emotional intelligence because younger mm. guys like oh they're not afraid showing their feelings but sometimes emotional intelligence is not just showing your feelings any fucking time a feeling passes through you. Yeah. like shutting up is also a very good middle-aged quality to have yeah knowing when not to say something is just as important i think yeah as saying, especially yeah. in a relationship yeah and and knowing the right level at which to react to something that was a, oh, an, an issue that we talked God. about numerous times like how and I, he's a comedian. I want to like talk. I, I really have mostly very positive things to say about him. Um, but I think that was and it's just a specifically like an age criticism. But it's like knowing the right level to react to something. Like mm. everything is not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> right. Like if yeah. you if you like break your toy or whatever, that's yeah. not things don't need to get thrown across the room. Yeah, I remember that in my twenties, how everything seemed so colossal because it's right. the first time you've ever probably gone through that. Sure, and I tried to be uh, like empathetic to that. I was like, "You've lived through this. Remember what it was like." And so I gave him a lot more leeway than I would have given to a boyfriend of a of a different age. Mm. But I just didn't have that extra capacity to give at that no, time no I god why would I mean yeah god, too much it was too much too much mm -hmm. wow so who are we dating now what's going on how's um, that um I was date uh I had someone confess their undying love to me which Amazing. does happen every couple of years which I think is worth <laughs> it so like for every day I'll get a death threat every couple of years but then I'll also get someone confessing their undying love and I do I'm happy with that I yeah. think I love an extreme yeah so. that is very but that is very extreme yeah. so how does that make you feel to be that? that that's very extreme and is it somebody that you would you had known intimately or, or just known as a friend or what level were you guys at before I knew that? it was a person who existed okay that's that's all I knew Okay. And then, um, yeah, and then he was like, he basically like confessed like right after or no, right before Christmas that I was like the most incredible woman he's ever met. And I was like, I barely, I don't even know what your voice sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> and I said these things too. I'm very blunt. Yeah. And, but I also need to do it because I don't know. I like don't want to, I don't know. I just wanted to make sure that I was coming in like I'm interested, but I have no idea how I feel about you because I don't know you. And you've like been apparently studying me, me for the greater part of a decade, mm. which is like amazing. And like part of the, the part of the attraction of that is like, oh, finally, someone who gets it. <laughs> how awesome I am. You know, <laughs> that's that was my initial reaction. Yeah. Because people will often say like it's narcissism liking someone because they they like you. And I ran this by my therapist and she's like, she's like, no, she's like, it's much smarter to like someone because they like you rather than do what most people do, which is chase after people Ugh. who have said very explicitly, I am not interested yeah. in you. I would love But I but the one thing I do like your I do agree 100 percent like you should be obsessed with the person like I'm obsessed with my husband. I yeah. just I'm and obsessed I with but it's like the weird stuff, like even how he bites his like hangnail. I'm like, yeah, like it's just after so all this time, you still weird. love it. Of course. Amazing. Like I'm obsessed with just his his mannerisms and his weird ways that, you know, normal people don't know about. Sure. But do you ever feel weird like 
Because I that sounds to me like a fan liking you. Because mm. I know that like people listen to the show and they do know you to a large degree. Sure. Um, but I don't know. Like, do you want to? No, it's, it's a, it's a I hate, line. I would never. I think there is like um, uh, a power dynamic that feels inappropriate with dating a fan, quite honestly, because I don't want someone like I want someone to adore me, but I don't want someone to hold me on a pedestal. And yeah. I think there's a difference between that. Um, and so this person, the way he came at it, I felt like he adored me for the reasons that I would want to be That's adored. That you approve of. Yeah. yeah so it felt like and it felt. And, and also he has made a name for himself in his um, occupation. So it felt like it, it made it, this is fucked up. It felt like his like was more meaningful because he knows how to do what I do, you know? Yes. So then absolutely. it's not a fan that it's not a fan because you are also an expert at the thing that I'm an expert in or not. an I mean, So, you know, so working towards expert. will you in turn do research on him? I, Will you listen to whatever he's done and go back into his vaults if you can? I used to get really obsessed with doing that. Yeah. And I then I crafted a theory that if you go through anyone's, um, like, what if you go through, at the time it was like Tumblr. If you read no, Tumblr, anyone's complete Tumblr, Tumblr there's yeah. no chance that you could still like them. Yeah. And I've made that mistake so many times. So I did... I do listen to his like current work, but I didn't go back and do a ton of archival. I did a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Because I think you're right that there is something to like, I don't even know how you can present yourself in the dating world with like Instagram or whatever dating apps sure. and fucking million things that you're on TikTok. Like, I would look like a lunatic on all these mediums. Like, I wouldn't know how to even begin. Yeah. It's so daunting. You're right, because anybody can look like shit on right. these apps. Like, yeah, no, I I, I read I my crazy. tweets and I go, oh my I god, would, I would, I no I'm one likes asshole. me more than me, and I don't like yeah. me right now. Like, this is, who wants to read this garbage? It's just a person having a meltdown. Like, we're not supposed to see all those thoughts. Oh, <laughs> oh, stop! I'm embarrassed just thinking about right? it. Right? Fuck. Yeah. How many stupid things I've said and done yeah. over 20 years. Like, And with podcasting, I, I don't think people understand oh, how hard it is to fill this much time every week unscripted. <laughs> I go, guys, sometimes I just black out and my yeah. mouth is moving and I'm just trying. I'm trying. I don't know. I know. Do you ever have it where your friends listen to your shows? Yes. And then they text you and they're like, dude, I love sandwiches too. <laughs> and you're like, I recorded that. I don't know how I don't even remember what the fuck I said on that. Track. Right. Yeah. Or you're being like a bit of a heightened version of yourself. And then you're like friends and family are texting you as if oh they don't know the real you <laughs> for 20, 30 years. I know. And I'm like that. I'm like, and my, my own mom sometimes does that. I go, mom, I mean, this, there's a little performance going on here. Yeah. You know, a lot of performance. I'm playing the role of the cold hearted bitch. I think you should know there's a little more complexity <laughs> here. You know, <laughs> it's just for entertainment. No one wants to listen to like an even killed person talk no. about their week. That's so boring. boring. I know. <laughs> so how long before you bang dudes now like what's the customary <laughs> like what's the rule because my i was always led to believe like you should you should try to string it out as long as you can with a dude that is i mean i i've never engaged in such a tactic but it is probably <laughs> co the correct one you know i also sure. need to know because there's plenty of people that i've liked very much but they're not good in bed and they Ugh. immediately get Isn't that the worst to the curb yeah it's so disappointing when you're really into a dude mm -hmm. and then you see what he's working with and you're like oh my god i just feel what he's working with you just go this is i mean because i'm like 
Yeah, I don't. It's not such a bummer. It's not. And for a while, there was a couple years when I just all I cared about was my boyfriend's being hot because I was like, I got everything else handled. And I <laughs> and I like someone who can drive because I've forgotten how to do that at this point. So, yeah, yeah, that's it. Because you, you can't and you can't make up for the sex. Like if someone mm-hmm. if you're not compatible there, just it's never going to work. You, yeah, you can't. And I don't have a void for like male companionship. I have so many yes. male friends. Yeah. Too many, really. It's really Fuck. jaded me because I, I always say that now I like know how the sausage is made. So I know too much about how men think about relationships. Oh, my God. And it's really it's really I want to I want to get that men in tell black me, thing. Tell wanna, me what's the worst. What's the most depressing thing you've learned? I mean, it just I kind of knew, but it just really is a little bit more like something to check off on a list rather than this romantic notion of like meeting the one it's kind of like oh i did this i got this in order my bacon couch like this now i'll look up and kind of whoever's in in the vicinity (laughs) will work it'll work itself out um that's terrible yeah i don't and and the way a lot of men i know talk about their relationships it's it, it is more like does she fit into this really small space that I left for a woman? <laughs> yeah. And the qualities I want to be appreciated for are not the qualities men are looking for. They're looking for like nurturing and make me feel better about myself. I can do that one. I give great pep talks, but <laughs> I'm not, I don't have a great bedside manner, you know? Yeah. They want nurturing. They want mommy kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, that's not who I am. I'm like come together and we can conquer the world. That's yeah, who I yeah. am. They want mommy, but they don't want mommy because they hate mommy you know Mm, what i mean it's very fucking complicated it's like they want you to be nurturing but not too nurturing a force to be reckoned with but not too much of a force to be it's like a dance right it's Mm -hmm. a ridiculous fucking yeah and like just the over i can't over support it i can't like support if you're doing some your art that's bad i can't be like that oh i could never i could never date a comedian i didn't find funny i mean thankfully the first one i dated i married yeah but i could never date an like i didn't really think was talented yeah it's gotta be fucking tough where you're like Ugh. yeah it is uh, yeah i wish i could say i didn't but i was yeah i've, I've done it uh, <laughs> yeah well it's you know a lot of times the hot ones aren't the funny ones no. because they never needed to be f- funny because they're hot you yeah. know so it <laughs> didn't work out no but i mean for me is if my boyfriend's not funny the second best thing is that they just think i'm really funny but yeah. I, they actually think i'm funny yes you know? that is that to me is like i can do that that's honorable yeah. mention but now i hear a lot of uh, women successful women complain that it's hard to find a man and a lot of them are like you know i'm i'm too successful i'm intimidating or i'm too funny i'm intimidating sure. what what do you think of that um i think it's like i think it's hard to find maybe a quality man it's not hard to find a man <laughs> it's, it's hard to find a man who i think is going to appreciate you for probably the things you want to be appreciated for I think that's that's what it is because this the men with the same like uh, motivation and work level um, or work ethic. I think they're busy and they just want someone who can follow them around and like look yeah, hot for sure and like create the family. I think you, what you and for Tom sure. have is super unique. Yeah, I think it worked because we met so young, right? And had we not built built. The, this empire together mm-hmm. I think that's a different dynamic when you meet somebody later in life when you're both established independently sure 
then yeah. But because we established ourselves in line, it was like, okay, well now let's just negotiate as we go. And you grew in the same direction. Thank God. I mean, if one of yeah, like if I hadn't done anything with my life, I would be so depressed and resentful. Mm -hmm. I'm like, thank God comedy worked out. Yeah, it really (laughs) worked out. So fucking pissed. Um, But yeah, I imagine if I were fully grown adult and then I just want a dude to like support me. Mm-hmm. So is that what you're kind of, I imagine now, because you're 37, you're the successful podcaster, you're a comedian, you're good looking, you're brilliant, you're all these things. You're going to have to kind of find a guy who will make you his priority, no? Like kind of support yeah, you. Yeah, well, that's kind of like people are always are like, why do you always date losers, Corinne? <laughs> but I think it's because I need someone who's going to treat me as their full-time job. So if they actually have a job, yeah. we're in a pickle, you know? Yeah, it's tough. I, unemployed works for me. Yeah. Or just a guy who's willing to um, to follow you around, yeah. so to speak. Oh, yeah. I like it. Because I, I was actually yeah. thinking of doing a little self-reflecting recently, and I was like, all the reasons I criticize men for how they date – I'm just jealous because I want to date the same way. I just want a hot person to follow around me around quietly. Just yeah. sitting in the back of my show clapping. Like, <laughs> that sounds great. Great job, sweetie. You're the best. Yeah. I'm like, oh, actually, that sounds incredible. I can't even be mad at them any longer. I know. And, and you know, and so in the mom world, mm-hmm. there are stay-at-home dads that I've met Oh, now. the dream. Cindy Lauper has a stay-at-home. She does? I mean, he's an actor, but he's a stay-at-home dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, the dream. it's happening. And that's, yeah. that's Gen X. I'm Gen X, so... It's happening in my generation. By the time, like, you guys are having your families, Mm -hmm. dude, for sure, there's Mm going to be a crop of guys that are like, yeah, I don't want to work. It sucks. Yeah. Honestly, working is now that I'm now that I stay home with our kids a lot more, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go on the road. I want to stay home. It's much better. Oh, really? oh that's <laughs> yeah. If I found someone who no thanks cook well and yeah, like they don't even have to clean. We can hire someone to do that. Yeah. Just I just like want someone who can cook well and like take really good care of my dog. Take them on like yeah. rambunctious park adventures, and then I come home. That would work well for me. But but here's the deal, man. Okay, so here's the deal, man. <laughs> would you still want to F that guy at the end of the day? That's a great question. Because now, hold on. Because yeah. you like masculine energy. Mm-hmm. That's beta energy. Not that there's anything wrong sure. with beta male energy. But that's a different type of guy. Yeah. So, I think if you could build stuff at the house, like if I came home and there was like a, a <laughs> shelf gun, I would like that. Because I, I don't have that skill. I can't or, do that. Or like he's been out hunting and he yeah. shot an elk for dinner. Or well, but, that would oh, make yeah. me sad, but yeah. yeah. Or like whatever. <laughs> yeah, like maybe he could put those alpha things to use. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I think as, as long as he was motivated and inspired in some way, it doesn't really matter to me if it's something that I'm interested or that I appreciate. I would just appreciate that he was motivated and interested and just be interested in life. I don't think that's a lot to ask. Being curious Mm -hmm. is so important in life. I I don't know if you watch The Crown. I don't, but I mean, I'm familiar with. Oh my God, there is this brutal fucking scene. Spoiler alert. Queen Elizabeth. (laughs) I know I always say it too late. Um, It was with Andrew, Prince Andrew, for a a million, 40 years. Okay. 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 So in this one fucking episode, he makes friends with this woman who's younger than him. They go carriage riding together, horse okay. carriage riding. They don't fuck because uh-huh. he's old as shit. But they, he has an intellectual thing with this younger woman. Mm-hmm. And he says to the queen, I like her 
she, because basically you're not intellectually curious about anything. Like you're fucking boring and she's interesting. Let me have this as a friendship. Mm. And she was hurt by it, but obviously she let it happen because yeah. they've been together for so long. But gosh, I don't think there's anything that could wound me more. Like what would hurt my feelings more? Like I'm fucking this other woman or I'm really intellectually satisfied with this other one. Oh, that's so much worse. Right. Yeah, fucking another one. That's funny. That's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I, re I really don't think it is a big deal. Yeah. I mean, just tell me. But that's like, also when the, when you have them tell you, that takes the fun out of it, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, okay. When they have them too, are you okay with an open relationship? Um, I kind of go uh, uh, subscribe to the Dan Savage rule where I think I you have to be yeah monogamous for like several years before you do that. I get so many emails and me and Christina get so many emails on guys we fuck from, you know, like, I'm 22. I've been dating this guy for two and a half months and he wants to be poly. I go, he wants to fuck somebody else yeah, yeah. and trick you into it being some kind of progressive relationship yeah. structure, you dumb bitch. Yeah. Like, please. Yeah. We were just talking about that with Rob Eiler. It's brainwashing and they try to convince the young girl that like, you're just like so mono. Yeah. It's like, you're into monogamy. You're so lame. Yeah. Like, why don't you be more progressive? Right. And fuck? It's like, gross. No one's attracted to the same person forever. I go, I go, bro, we've been dating since December. It's it's February. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, you should still be. Oh, my God. Fired up. But even would you consider being Polly? Could you do no, it? No, Polly, no. Never. Oh, my God. No, Polly. I, 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 it's so hard for me to even find one person I like. Oh, let alone a pod? No. Two or three other dicks? Yeah, everyone's like, have you, yeah, they're like, have you had a threesome? I go, oh. how would I even find two people who I could stand? <laughs> what are you talking about? I know. It's not the sex part that bothers me. It's just the likability. Someone would annoy yeah, me. <laughs> I agree. I mean, this is why I've been, a, I was a serial monogamist. Mm -hmm. I like monogamy. Mm -hmm. I don't like dating. I, there are so mm -hmm. few men who I would want to ejaculate inside of me. Truly. <laughs> there, there are few people I even want to have dinner with, let alone let you jizz inside of me. Yep. It's so hard. Yeah. The jizz I'm a little looser on than you, yeah, I think. Sure. But... Okay. <laughs> I'm from the, I'm from the nineties. We had AIDS. AIDS was a big deal. Yeah, but I, yeah. I've heard about it. Yeah. Oh, it was terrifying. <laughs> they terrified us about that AIDS. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, <sighs> got a lot of press. Are you not afraid of STDs? Does that concern you? STIs, I think now they're called. It's, uh, yeah, um, it sh it probably should, but no. Wow, I'm on the birth control pill, and then I go free ride. You know? <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. But I feel like your generation's getting away with it. Because what's the worst? I just take worst? a look at the dick and I go, it looks good to me. <laughs> Spit shine that bitch up. Let you in. I just fuck with the lights on. That's my condom. Yeah, Because yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> really, let's say herpes, big whoop. You take some Valtrex, it clears up. You're yeah. not going to die from, there's nothing you're going to die from anymore. So right. I think that's pretty rad. You guys got yeah. kind of a cool thing going. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Now, when you go out on a date with somebody what's the what kind of date do we go on these days i don't i really very rarely go on dates i also very rarely go out on dates with people that i don't already know like i'm not i've gone on maybe like three or four dates in my entire life with someone who i didn't previously know pretty well mm. um so i mean just usually like bar arcade like oh barcade is my a favorite barcade yeah. bar yes that's fantastic i think that's a great first date i really enjoy it but yeah. so it has to be something where you're talking but preferably not a meal because yeah. that's not fun for me i like to really get into my food me i can't too. i don't want to like fake eat in front of you that's not cool is there is i know sometimes i like to eat alone just so i can really enjoy myself after spots 
taking off my clothes, Ugh. like sitting on my couch with just takeout is like, yeah. there's nothing more blissful. It's so good. It's a beautiful moment. Yeah. I even like drinking alone. I like to sit there and just get weird and listen to Bauhaus yeah. in the dark and not be judged and not make chit chat. Yeah. It's so nice. It's so peaceful. <laughs> I just give a little to my dog. I mean, not alcohol, but yeah, like yeah. a piece of popcorn or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's lovely. Do you don't drink out? Are you clean? No, sober? I drink lots of alcohol. Oh, okay. Too much, some would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> What's a deal breaker for you? Oh, God. I mean, a, a, like, I think a list of... Obviously anti, not anti-Semitism for a while. <laughs> you were like, that's fine. I'm down with your You Hitler know, because you're only hurt, hurting me, really. Um, No. Uh, <laughs> What's an instant, like... How did the Holocaust not- affect me, I think, is what we're talking about right now. Clip it. Um... Uh, what's a deal? I mean, so much deal. One of my big deal breakers is like a a mama's boy. That's I oh, I can't I handle it. a mama's boy. Don't you know it? That's that's a really really tough one for me. Well, because you're never gonna be number one on the call. Sheet. Yes, you're I remember. Never gonna be number one in high school. I asked a man if, <laughs> if 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 your house was on fire and me and your mom were inside, <gasps> who would you save first? And he didn't even miss a beat. He goes, my mom. Like this was, and this was someone who was like very in love with me. Wow. And I go, I mean, can I like hold on to her leg? And you pull, pull out that watch <laughs> or And he goes, it's my mom. And I was like, that's not what I'm looking for. Wow. I want someone to be willing to die for me within the first three dates <laughs> like crazy that's 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 crazy i know yeah that's not that's, that's how not I, healthy that's, that's not healthy i what? know that's why that's a level i need though <clears throat> but what's interesting is what when you get married and have kids though is that your husband becomes the the less you're just like i don't give a fuck i want to save these kids like if we're if everybody's mm. in a boat i'm saving the children like, yeah tom can drown i don't right. give a fuck about tom <laughs> right. anymore. like yeah. those babies are priority it's oh yeah weird. i mean my dog's already a priority for Duh. my boyfriend like i had a boyfriend who used to get in fights with my do- with my dog he's 17 pounds <laughs> and she's like you're giving him so much attention i go yeah he's cool he's the best <laughs> dogs are soul like soul animals they're the best yeah i told my dog i was leaving for the road yesterday Aww. and he just gently leaned his head on my Aww. chest and i was like are you kidding me right now the fucking best this is uh, angelic angelic yeah mm. could you imagine what do you think about um cat guys I cat got well okay so i knew she'd have an opinion because there's such a lane there's a lane i would say i would say usually no but i know <laughs> a couple so um just no toby from are you garbage is a cat guy and i remember talking to him at length for the first time a couple um, years ago, I think I, was, I think it might have actually been here at, at Moon Tower a couple of years ago, and I was like, I, "Oh, this guy is so interesting and and a great conversationalist, and I really really like him." <laughs> um, and then he was showing me a picture of his cat, and I was like panicked. Um, <laughs> but then I was like, "Just breathe through it. You can handle this cat yeah. revelation." <sighs> and then once like the feeling passed, I was like, "Okay, this is we've met. We've now met a cat guy who is a spectacular." person okay and so he, i i feel like i'm gonna credit him with changing my opinion on cat guys so so what do you because uh, i have my theory on cat guys what's your feeling on cat guys generally like how they navigate themselves throughout the world like weekly why, why are mean, they not an ideal partner for a woman would you say i just usually a little strange and then a little <laughs> a little sub yeah because I mean, Sub. you're getting yeah. if you have a cat, that, that's the right word. You're getting bossed around by your cat. Yeah, cats it. rule the area that they 100%. live in. You nailed it. Yeah, it's sub energy, and 
Here's the thing, though. I don't hate it. If if I were into wait, sub- is Tom a cat guy? Is this right? No. Oh, okay. I thought I was like I was like, am I being set up here? Are Fuck. you crazy? Okay. My husband is steaks and BJ's all That's day. That's what I like, thought. He kicks it with Joe Rogan, dude. That's like, what I thought. No. I, I was like, "Fuck, is this a setup?" Okay, okay. Fucking okay. never. My okay. husband was out like playing basketball with strangers today in the park. Like he's not hardcore. Yeah, he's so like <laughs> he's a, he drives race cars for fun and nice. you know, helicopter pilot. Okay, cool, like, cool. He's cool. a crazy person. Um. But yeah, I knew a, I knew a tremendous cat guy. Actually, he was very oh. much sub, very much sub energy. It's interesting you say that because his wife was very much a ball buster, mm. and she was a dom in that regard. And yeah. and I think that's that's just like that's who gets with that guy mm-hmm. is a woman that just wants to overpower and and just call the shots. And they it made his dick so hard. He just loved her. Yeah, she was a horrible. <laughs> person but really just mm. Mm. uh but yeah made his dick hard and and the nice girls he wouldn't even see the nice girls he liked the the bad the meanies oh yeah i mean that bums me out for him yeah i mean people but. like that are attracted to me but i'm actually i think i'm <laughs> i think oh, you're I'm, saying cat guys are attracted to you they think yeah, you're the i dated dom. a cat guy before i think i am <laughs> I think I'm nicer behind closed doors than in front of closed doors. Uh, in, in in open doors, how would you say that? Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, well, of course. This is your, you know, yeah. you're letting your dick hang out here today. Exactly. And Remember. you have to. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. You yeah. have to. Okay. Let's get down to some real important topics. We've got some follow-up voicemails from the audience. This is all oh, the I hot topics this. in my world. Yeah. The, the mom world. And by the way, Corinne, thank you so much for... You know, I I love having like single people um, on on where my mom's at, just to remind the moms listening of what life was like. Remember, <laughs> remember when you had a time like you were just dating and and you brunched and you slept in. Like I love, I, I love getting reminded of a, of a different time in my life. It's exciting. So yeah. thank you. You for got me. You got in. Chelsea Handler all week uh, on the Daily Show. Ah, <laughs> uh, really rubbing it in everyone's faces. I love it. I love it too. Oh, fantastic! All right, <laughs> so let's hear what the moms are talking about in my in my universe. Hey, jeans. I have a vag dryer yep. for y'all. Now, tell you what, I like to do caricature voices like Hank Hill and Juan Bandera over here. Oh and my oh my God. God, this guy over here. <laughs> but the thing is, my wife's vag gets dry as hell when I do the Jeffrey Dahmer voice <laughs> when I'm trying to take pictures of her and that was the her one. butt cheek. So, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, what I got for you. Take care. I'm coming up in May. <sighs> What do you think? Okay, doing voices is one of my all-time least favorite qualities in a person. It drives me bananas. Really? I can't. I can't with voices. Drives your pussy up. Oh my god. Yeah. I cannot. Oh. Worse than a cat. It's bad when women do it, but what if a man did it? Absolutely not. I think. No, no. See, I I don't mind. Hold on. Can you fix this for me? I've got a limp dick. (laughs) (laughs) It's doing its own. Am I retarded? Oh, yeah, I'm retarded. God, this is uh, aspirational. I just need someone to be like, can you come in and fix my microphone? (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Thanks, Mommy. Do you call all your employees Mommy? Yeah. Yeah, amongst other things. Chattels, Chad, Native, Baby Zolo in the booth. Mm. They're all like... Hey, Baby Zolo. (laughs) Babies are jeans. Um, What were we talking about? Oh, voices. voices. So, like, but it depends on the context of it like you know what i mean is it like never okay yeah i'm trying to think because tom would never do a voice unless it's like 
we're making we're doing YMH stuff together, and he's like, I hear you're into uh, uncircumcised men. Like we we'll do uh huh. Like we'll like I was talking about something today, and I was like, you bet I'm coming up in May. Like I we'll do those to each mm-hmm. other, but n- not accenty. Yeah, well, I mean, this, a lot of that I think was just racist, but um. <laughs> oh right, right. Like he's like I do the Indian guy from yeah, yeah. It's all been canceled. <laughs> Yeah, Apu, didn't they like erase Apu from the Yeah, so yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think I think what would definitely dry my puss is like the guy that okay. And this is probably why you and I both like dating comedians. Because as a professional joke teller and mm-hmm. joke writer, it's, it's sometimes very difficult to talk to people that aren't. Oh, it's I, I on the way here, <laughs> the, even the interactions I had to have, like renting the car and at yeah! the airport. I was like, I know. In everyday life, this is like they're the life of the party. But it was like physically painful for me to take in the jokes that they were serving. Sometimes I'll try to like do bits in line at Dwayne Reed just so like they can't do them to me. (laughs) And they like them. They're very receptive to them at Dwayne Reed. Honestly, I I will write some of my best material there. Um, Because I don't want to. I never want to like be angry at someone for trying to tell a joke because it's beautiful and humor is the best part of life. But it. Yeah, it's so bad it's sometimes. It's bad because they're street jokes. And I think people don't understand, like, when people find out you're a comedian, they go, tell me a joke. You're like, but it's it's not like Shecky Green back in, like, the, the yeah. olden days. They're not, those are street jokes. Where yeah. you're like, what did the blonde say to the Jew? Right. You're like, that's a different time <laughs> yeah. of joke telling. Yeah. It's, you know. Yeah, I'm like, I can't go into a bit in the back of this Uber because like number it's not gonna it, no one's gonna like it's I'm not, not gonna, gonna like funny. it, you're not gonna yeah, like it. We're all gonna terrible. have an awkward silence after. See, that's what I worry about Tom, like when he dies, he'll die probably before me because yeah. he's way more stressed out and most of the time men do. Yeah. Like if I date again or whatever, like I can't date a non comedian. Mm-hmm. Right? Because then I have to listen to their dumb sense of humor and Well, unless you just go shit. all the way in the other direction. And like you have something Ugh. at that point in your life that's like maybe could be filled that Tom didn't fill. I don't know. It's going to be tough. I know. He sounds great. It's perfect. <laughs> Everybody. Tom's most perfect. All right. Let's do another follow up. I'm perfect too. We're both Hell perfect yeah. people. Yeah. I'm like Corinne. I got hey, self-love. Mommy, this is Brianne from Canada. And I have a couple of badge drivers for you. Thanks, First pal. one is when you're dating and you're over at a new guy's place. You go to use his washroom no. and there's either piss droplets or <sighs> remnants of shit stains in the toilet bowl. <laughs> I'm running out of there immediately. Oh, and then my second one is so bad. when a man is mansplaining something mm. to you, but he's actually wrong about whatever that topic is. Mm. So he's not only a piece yeah, of shit, but one hurts. also an idiot. Total badge dryer, but hey, it gives me a good laugh. Anyways, love you, jeans. Keep them high and tight. Bye. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I know you've got a lot to say on the dirty bathroom. Okay. Well, on, okay. Reveal. <laughs> oh, I've got one. I'm not really a clean person. Neither am I. My body is clean, but I. my apartment, that's actually one of the biggest. So, the two biggest critiques I get from men are I don't talk enough. Crazy. I, I was like, what? I thought that would be main selling point. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they're always like, bitch, just shut up and suck my dick. I know. And I was like, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, because I talk, we talk for a living. Yeah, I don't, don't want to come home and tell you about my day. No. Listen to my podcast. No. I summed it up for you real nice. Samesies. <laughs> T- Tom and I can't be quiet enough together. Oh, I love We just sit there and, and we're that's like, so intimate. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Just watch a movie. So, so 
So hold on. What's the most disgusting thing you do? Because that's funny. What's you know? What's an interesting theme of the female comedians that have been on my show? Yeah, we're all fucking disgusting. We're nasty girls. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, uh, I smelled all the underwear I put in my suitcase before I packed. You know, you like to smell. Do you like the? No, because I don't know if it was clean or not. (laughs) You know, and then you're like, if it's not like a you know secretions week. How gross are we going to get? Yeah. And I can't see it. I got to go. Yeah. Is that? I was like, mm, does this smell? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that. And then, I mean, I try to keep like my bathroom and my kitchen clean because those are like the important yes. parts. But I mean, I have clothes just yeah, e- piles every, absolutely everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like disgusting. I mean, I don't. Oh, you know what's the most disgusting thing? I go like months without changing my sheets. Like fucking <laughs> like a guy freshman year in college. Months. My dog threw up on my sheets and I put a pillow over it. Corinne, that's so gross. I know. You that asked was, for the grossest thing, gross. and that's I gave gross. it to you. I delivered. I love that. Thank you for sharing. You're so no, no, okay. I'll I'll, sh- I'll show you mine. They, the boys get upset when I talk about how if I have a cold or my nose is running, I will blow my nose into my shirt or my hand. Oh, oh, the, but wait, so wait, like I do hand in the shower, but you're doing it outside yeah, of the shower. Don't care. Like I'm with my kids, and I'm like, and I just mush it. Oh, just like whatever, wipe it on my shirt. <laughs> Have you ever done the New York Man one? Where I've never, I never saw this until I moved to New York City, where you just hold yep. one nostril and yep. shoots out. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I won't. Tom does that one in the shower. Wow. I don't like that one. Um, I had someone to say Ellen Mikovsky picks her nose and eats it. Mm. That's probably the gnarliest that I've heard. I in a love long that she time. just like that. She just said that's what I like. She I mean, owns. It. She's like I'm in a relationship. I don't even care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, love that. That's great. Well, you yeah. know who else admitted to that though? Bert Kreischer. <laughs> Bert eats his boogers. Yeah, he, he Bert this was, eats them. I watched this on the internet. This isn't even something he said to me. You know with privately or anything that would be weird if he just texted me (laughs) hey girl (laughs) he eats them yeah uh well it's interesting though there was a study done that it does help with your immunity i don't don't think that's the reason i don't believe that one fucking i don't think that's the reason he's doing it but yeah it's not for health he does nothing for health reasons that is so fucking gross because i I had a a crush on bert for a while and now that might have like i like a pretty open one and i'm like hey nice like saying hi to his like wife and kids hey guys yeah (laughs) you don't want that you don't want that fucking mess no it wasn't like an actual it wasn't the kind of crush Uh, where you want to date the person it was just like it was just like a like a like a comic like a sweet yeah yeah, he's a sweet yeah um you know what what turns me off immensely and i just just in general is like a squatty potty. Oh, yes. Like seeing. Good call. Uh, Put that like, in. Hide that. Hide your, your shit stool. Yeah. It's like we know you poop in here, but I don't want to see things like. <clears throat> I don't even like when people have butt wipes out. I don't oh, like that. I, you know what's interesting is I don't like seeing the wipes either. Yeah. I don't, don't want like to think s- about you shitting, shitting. Yeah. When I'm about to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you when the biggest vag dryers I had? I dated a guy who worked in animation uh-huh. and we went back to his house and I was like, I'm going to fuck this guy. Today's the day I'm going to fuck you. Right. Yeah. And I go into his bathroom and he's got the figurines on the toilet. Oh. And then in his bedroom, I peek in there and there's like a, a cutout life-size Chewbacca over the bed. Yeah. And it was like, and I know he's an animator, but I was like, this is 
too childish. Like I work I, at a, I, I own a collectible store and even that's too you collectible do? for me. Yeah. It was my dad's business and I took it oh over from him God. when he passed away. Yeah. I mean, it's a baseball car. It's a sports card and collectible store. Would you ever date any of the men that c- come in there? There's a lot of hot dads that come in because it's in <laughs> Westchester. Uh, so yeah, I mean, so I don't, some of them are like aesthetically, I don't know enough about their personalities, wow. but yeah. Yeah, every time, every now and then, like a Legion of Skanks fan will, you know, yeah, come in half like drunk and just, you know, buy something for five dollars and then chat, chat with me. Oh, you actually work th- like you'll. Oh, I work. Hang- I try to work there once a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, I like. I really like being there, and I, I like something that's not entertainment business related. Yeah, it's smart. I feel, it's very like calming. Smart. I used to be a receptionist at a spa. That's the last job I had before I went full time pro comedy, and. uh it was, I, I like miss it. Yeah. It was nice being around people who just cared about other things. I know what you mean. I feel that way living in Texas mm-hmm. is that you're, I, there's not a lot of show business here. So mm-hmm. these people really care about like book club and well, we're all going out for drinks and queso on Friday. You want to come? And like, I love that so much. Yeah. The just rootedness of yeah. it. And the best day job I ever had was the Girl Scouts of Greater Los Angeles. It was oh, my really? last day job. And I answered phones and I, you know, would work in the gift shop and like help have girls buy their badges for I their thing. Yeah. I was a lifelong. I completed the whole program. You did? My mom was the the troop leader. Yeah. Oh, Shout so out good. Troop 381. Woo woo. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good experience. Okay. We'll do uh, another voicemail and then Miss Corinne's got to go. She's got stuff to do. I have bats to feed with hey, water. Mommy, I thought I would share with you uh, one of my number one wiener shrinkers. It absolutely <laughs> shrivels my dong when a grown woman at a relatively nice restaurant asks the server a bunch of dumbass questions yeah. and then I realize it's because she has the eating habits of a five-year-old. Uh, and if, if you order something well done, oh, we're done. 100%. That's just I agree. No question. Same goes with uh, drinking. If we're at a place that has nice cocktails and everything you order has like blue curacao or yeah. apple pucker or uh. peach schnapps in it, grow the fuck up. Like, <laughs> just not happening i can't do it yeah shrivels my wiener to nothing i agree i want to see a picture of that guy real badly okay i'm just curious i'm so curious what he looks like i think he's cute Hmm. what do you think yeah he has glasses that's all i know but i think so yeah i don't know i was like because i i love eating interesting foods but i was like i definitely order things well done and i definitely (gasps) i definitely love blue curacao i was like a blue hawaiian come on that's a fucking great drink really (laughs) I was like the flagship drink of the Columbus Funny Bone. <laughs> I was like, that's don't knock it till you've tried it, my friend. <laughs> See, that's interesting because I associate these eating habits. Let's let's say if it's a one-off. I've mm-hmm. known you for years, and you're like, I'm gonna get the Blue Hawaiian. Obviously, I'm not gonna shit on you. Yeah. But if every time we go to dinner, no, that's not my go-to drink. Yeah, and you're like, I gotta have the blue syrup. <laughs> no. I gotta have my sweet. No. Yeah, like because I have a I have a cousin that eats like a retard like what this guy mm-hmm. is saying yeah. like we'll go out and it's i want to i want the well done steak and then i want to order like the sweetest sugariest grossest drink on the menu mm-hmm. and she eats like an idiot yeah, yeah. I, I know what this man is talking about it's the habitual fat so like one time i remember i was at her house and i spent the night there and she's making me breakfast and it's like bacon eggs waffles she's like do you want coffee and she starts making me like a fucking m- chocolate milkshake like a Yoohoo with coffee in it. I'm like, dude, this is like 5,000 calories. Yeah. I can't eat. 
<laughs> like I don't do this, dude. Yeah, no. I can't do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why I, are you doing this? I can't. I mean, that's amazing if she can eat that like that and dude, not be heavy. But dude, she won't leave. She lives in this shitty part of California. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine that there's like this awesome city called Los Angeles, but then you choose to live like an hour outside of it in a place that fucking sucks dick. And you're like, why are you here, bro? You could be in like the good place. You know why she told me? We got an El Torito. We have a good El Torito. What is? What is that? It's like a fast Mexican food? Yeah. It's a chain. Are you being Mexi- serious? No, That's swear to God. the real reason swear she gave to you. Swear fucking Christ. She's like, we got El Torito. I got my islands. Like, I got everything I need here. Okay. I wanted to judge her for a second, but then yeah. I was like, I was excited when they opened up a Marshall's on the Lower East Side. So. <laughs> Mar- don't. I like Marshall's. I really like Marshall's. I like Marshall's too. There's a lot of good finds. <laughs> I really like it. Yeah, I do too. Because it's a way it's a way where you can use retail therapy without making yourself yeah. go broke and that is very cathartic to me. Yeah, me too. I like to buy a lot of shit for a little bit of money. It like, feels good. So I like soaps. Like just Ooh. I like to have a new soap pump every time. Just go crazy. What do you do? You get online, you get the uh, what's that shit called? Not Bed Bath and Beyond. No, I just go into Marshalls Bath and I just buy new, oh, wow. a new like a wild new soap instead of having wow. like a a keep forever container. I just wow. like to get a new one. It's like a it's experience for me. I know what you're saying. You got you got to do something to make Where you feel. Where my mom's at? Not doing that. <laughs> Taking care of her children. <laughs> no, you you got you got to get your joys where you can. Yeah, Small I really joys. like that. Yeah. What's your guilty pleasure? Eating or life? Just in life. God, I'm trying to What th- do you do that you'd be embarrassed about if people knew? I okay, it's God. this is not embarrassing, but I'm like really obsessed with asmr on tiktok (laughs) (laughs) i really like it that's where they talk like this yes and then there's weird ones there's a woman who uh, who runs a fake nail supply store (laughs) there's no customers but they'll they'll be like interactions where she's just talking to the the, to this phone screen and there's robberies the credit cards are getting declined she has a whole setup on the back wall of products it's in i don't even it's like i don't even know how do you become mentally ill enough to think of that like <laughs> i'm so impre- i love it and i don't want to knock yeah. it because i'll watch i've watched it for like three hours so oh, yeah. who's more mentally ill oh yeah Me. this guy right here yeah yeah I, I go on deep i'm obsessed with this one tiktoker i don't want to say her name but i love she's kind of a hoe like i love her because <laughs> she's like a stripper and like a porno mm-hmm. girl or whatever yeah and man, like I, I check her shit every day. I'm like, what's up with her? Like I have to like know. I'm like, You're did like she... her reply guy? <laughs> I'm like, did she get her Amazon package? We've been waiting for that. Right. Like, did she get the shampoo she ordered? Like, I'm so invested. She's in her an engaging life. woman. <laughs> you can't, you can't just follow the fun, man. You can't, you can't deny it. Oh, I know. Would you ever do sex work? Mm, I've thought about this a lot. I think I would. <laughs> I have. I have too. If yeah. I had to, if I had to support my kids and I had no like money, yeah, dude. I think I would definitely be a stripper. Easy. Definitely. Wait I don't. I think. I think I would be more interested in it than the club would be in booking me. <laughs> oh, same. <laughs> After I took my clothes off, they'd be like, "That's not the. <laughs> That's not what we were looking for." But what? then you go to some strip club sometimes, and you're like, "Or either that, or I would make more money than ev- everyone because so people like they would catch on that customers like when your stomach um is protrudes." <laughs> out more than your nipple maybe they would be like there was actually a market for that yeah and we didn't know yeah there's you know? a market for like um uh natural bods which is what i got i right. have a regular body like yeah. a, a two 
pumped out two kids regular bod. Yeah. Some guys out there are like, I'm sure I like that regular body right there. Yeah, I think there yeah. there is like a huge yeah. market for that. You know what I would do? Okay, here's money on the table. Number one, if I had to, and I've thought about this a lot, <laughs> I would sell underwear. Oh, yes. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Yeah. Money on the table every day that I'm fucking throwing out. Every time I take off my panties, I'm like, I could be selling these. <laughs> you could. Oh, okay. But wait, okay, so yeah, I got to... Sure, go I got to proposition once to <laughs> shit in a Tupperware for $5,000 would Easy. you have you would have done that oh, so yeah, I left yeah, money I, on the table left my, I do right now okay give but me, you, give me the Tupperware I'll take a shit right now do you want to know the first thing I googled and my, my, my main concern was <laughs> I googled does poop contain your DNA that's what I would that wonder. was my main concern and it yeah. does and I said no uh, I can't I said and then I was like but it's also like yeah this guy who's buying poop Tupperwares <laughs> also clones in his free time like he's also a scientist like, I, don't know oh. what, I don't know what my thinking was well hold on you could still take that guy's money and then have your male comedian friend shit in the Tupperware as a gag you know but what I mean? I, like want, dare. I, I would want him, but like, I feel like, number one, I feel like there was, you know, he paid for my poop. For I want to send him my yeah. poop. And yeah. then I don't want him to think I have boy poop, you know? Well, he, could you tell it? Can you tell the difference between girl poop and boy I poop? I think so. Can you? I feel, yeah. It's a very thought provoking question. <laughs> send you us your photo. Yeah, send us your photos. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would, I would sell uh, dirty undies because those girls are like, yeah, I mm. just did the Peloton for an hour and a half. Right. They're super sweaty. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah. easy money, easy money. Okay, number two, feet picks. If I didn't have to show my face, because mm -hmm. I've got nice feet, mm -hmm. I would sell my feet picks. Do you have to show your face to do feet? That's a good question. I had a very serious conversation with my mother probably like <laughs> 10 years ago about becoming my mother, like a, 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 yeah. a, a foot model, you know, yeah. going along with that. Yeah. When I first moved to New York, I, I, I remember being in the ocean in New Jersey being like, what do you think about this? <laughs> and what did she say? She actually was pretty open minded to it. And she was like, just make sure you like really know what you're getting into, you know, because mm. I think it was one of those things where they say you're, you know, you're not going to be doing weird stuff and then cut to you jerking off a guy with, with your feet. feet. Oh. We all know the story. There's going to be jizz on my feet. Yeah. Which I wouldn't even be Fuck. against that if I could do it like through a glory hole, but I wouldn't want I wouldn't. I would, yeah, I would, I would jerk someone off <laughs> with my feet through a glory hole, but I don't, again, I don't know if that's like a thing. Okay. Everything's I like, a but thing. But I, I like where you're going with this. Yeah. Because you can still be anonymous and have your dignity. And great core workout. That's yeah. Pilates. Yeah. That's <laughs> the reformer. Yeah. The dick reformer. It's incredible. <laughs> I'm getting paid to do something that was like really hard for me to do. That's a good point. You know, you really are like you see the bright side of everything. Yeah, I really like you. A, no one said that before, but that's nice that you did. <laughs> okay, and here's the last one I would do if I had like if I like had no means. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like this is the easiest gig in the world. Correct me if you think I'm wrong. Being a dominatrix. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, because. You just like get on the floor, wear this diaper. I'm gonna hit you. You don't have to make them come. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. Yeah, you, they don't get to come with you. Yeah, all you have to do is like vacuum my apartment, shit on this glass yeah. table. Like, yeah. oh, okay. And then now they've got these bitches that are like, what is that shit called? Where they, they you make you take their money, and you're like, I want you to put pay pigs. Yeah, yeah. Easiest. Money. Yeah. Well, I know a woman um, who was on Guys We Fucked years ago. Her name is Sarah Lynch. And she 
started a thing called the ignore line where men will call her. She'll put the phone down and just go about her business. And they're like paying by the minute. She's bought multiple properties. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you meet someone like her and then you go, I'm a fucking idiot. I'm an idiot. That's I'm what I'm saying. Idiot. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Incredible. And she's living like a, the best lifestyle. I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. So this this girl that I follow on TikTok, she, you, I'll, I'll send her to you. I but do it. not, don't, don't tell her I. No, like, I won't. Can't. Okay. I love actually watching your Instagram oh. stories when you feature TikToks. Because oh. like you find really good ones. Well, this is like, this is a sincere love. Like those are yeah. the psychos that I love too. But these are, <laughs> she's like my real deal. So she's like, I made $5,500 in an hour doing a live. And I was just like, what? Like, how, bitch? And then in the next one, you know how people put on their makeup and curl their hair? Sure. And she's like, so here's what I do. And I'm like, yes, bitch. Like, I'm taking notes. Yeah. And what she does is she's like, okay, I'm here for an hour. And, you know, I start wearing a dress. And then at the five-minute mark, I take off the dress. I put on a bikini. But I'm like, if you guys want to get to the next five minutes, you got to make the dollar amount. You got to give me tips to get up to, like, $1,000. Otherwise, I'm going to get off. I'm going to leave. <laughs> And I'm wow. like, this girl's so smart. Yes. 5,500 bones. That's so much money. How many and followers did she have? Millions? Just under a milli. Okay. That's that's a sweet spot. But this is what she says. Mm-hmm. She goes, but for your live, it doesn't matter how many there are. It's, it's that you're paying attention to the ones that are there. It's a loyalty factor for sure. Like she, she really is good about maintaining the relationships with the men. And so, that's where I would fail as a sex worker. Mm. And I know that. For, like mm, a lot of my friends are sex workers and for me it's like yeah tell me tell oh me. like like you know anal that's not the problem the problem is like me hearing about how your day at work was that's the part i couldn't get through and i mean like i'm that's not wow. a joke at all that's wow that's the part i couldn't get through because a lot of times people are paying more for the emotional support yeah and because if it was just like this anonymous using my body as a vessel thing like that's more about i think like your relationship with yourself if you can handle that not everyone's built for that yeah Yeah, but then as far as like the emotional connection because that's what freaks me out about the dominatrix that i would have Mm. to be alone in the room with that person and it would feel too intimate to me i see what you're saying that would scare me a little bit because i mean my personality obviously is great for that but yeah that's what i'm saying i I think Mm -hmm. you'd be really qualified yeah i wish you would look into this well, and it's also, I don't know that I would find a lot of joy in it because I feel so dominant in every area of my life uh, I got you. that I don't, I don't need another thing where I feel like that, you know, that's why yeah. I work, I work in only male industries. Like I w- went to film school, I'm a comedian and I own a baseball card store. I do dude dick shit. shit all day. Same yeah. with me. I got two little dudes at home. I got yeah. the husband. I got dick booth dicks. I got yeah. dicks, dicks, dick, 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 Yeah. All day, every day. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad we resolved that. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna let you go. I know you want to get, get your big show tonight. What's what are you doing? Which which Vulcan Gas Company? Oh man, you're gonna have the best time! I'm so excited. I've I've never even stepped. I've been outside. I've never stepped in the door. I've I've met Brian Redman at the oh. door. <laughs> That's the closest I've gotten in. But the videos look incredible. De, uh, Joe DeRosa told me he had a wonderful time there, and that oh. everyone's amazing. So I'm so excited to do the that. That club is just amazing yeah oh you're gonna have the best time i'm so glad you're in austin i hope you come back and visit more because yeah. you're just lovely oh, and thank you. your podcast is amazing i'm sure you guys if you haven't heard it you're fucking dumb and lame um, yeah. guys we fucked christina hutchinson hutchinson mm-hmm. sorry corinne fisher do you want to plug anything any um dates or any uh Instagram? i think based on when this airs i'm not i'm only on the road this month and then i'm gonna kind of just uh 
Bebop and I think between New York and LA this year cool. doing some writing stuff. I have Guys We Fucked and then I also have uh, Without a Country, which is like a roasting the news uh, podcast that I do by myself. It's very fun. Oh, how cool. So yeah, and that's, uh, yeah, because I just wanted to look at the news from the perspective of the left and the right and then kind of find truth in the middle. That was That's a really good idea. Yeah. I used to do it with Joe DeRosa then I did it with Shane Smith for a little while and then I, now I just do it by myself. I'd yeah. like to hear that because I'm so curious about what the truth or what what is really real anymore. Yeah. It's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, it, it really is and it's been that's the one good thing that the anti-Semite um, taught yeah. me. It's really just how to see another perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, you know, I'm real like laissez-faire on that shit. Yeah. I'm not the type that's like, oh, he's an anti-Semite. Cancel him. He needs right. to be erased. I'm like, okay, I just don't fuck with you. Right. And, you know, that's like a very Gen Xer thing. You're like, oh, you're crazy? Fine. Be crazy. Just don't get near me, retard. I don't yeah. want to fucking hear it. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go away, retard is a very Gen X. <laughs> Go away, retard. Kick rocks, tard. That's the name of my next podcast. Go away, retard. <laughs> All right. Thank She's writing it down. I'm go away, comma. It's go away, comma. Yeah. Retard. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. I like everybody to know my pronouns are gay and retarded. What are yours? Do you have pronouns coming? Um, on Instagram, it says it. <laughs> I thought that was one that was underused, and I really, it, it felt like it suited me. One last question. Do people use pronouns that you date? Do you find that to be a common thing? Do they use it? Yeah, like have like you ever, men. Yeah, straight men. I wouldn't men date a date? man who said his. Pro- I mean, that's. I know that's not Celeste. the. That's not the progressive take on it. But if you have in your signature on your email, he him. Like, thank you. Uh, if it's not something, thank if, you. If it's not the one we would have guessed, you know, need to right. specify. That's a re- and that's a really succinct on, way of putting it. If it's not the one we would have guessed, you don't need to specify. Stop fucking with me. I know yeah. it's to be like inclusive and stuff, but it honestly just feels pandering. Like, yeah. if I had not the pronouns that you thought I had and then like but I was like she her I feels like it feels like I'm mocking people yeah you're like bitch we know you're fucking she her yeah it's kind of obvious yeah I hate everybody all right (laughs) Corinne Fisher you're an absolute delight again thank you so much for coming in it's just an honor to have podcast royalty in Austin you're gonna have a fucking great time tonight I'm excited oh all right thank you guys uh subscribe on YouTube come see me do live do live comedy Christina P online.com and that's it until next time stay cool moms bye where my mom's where my mom's where my mom's at where my mom's wearing thongs hitting bongs at raising kids cleaning shits need a long nap where my mom's where my mom's where my mom's at where my mom's at